The contents of the Simple Blessings in Oil podcast, including the information contained in text or audio or other content, is offered on an informational basis only. No content is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always seek the advice and guidance of a qualified medical professional before changing or making any adjustment to any medical or treatment protocol you are currently using. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat or prevent disease. In each audio, remedies or oils are recommended. We are not claiming that the product will cure any of these problems or disorders. We are merely reporting that people have used the product to aid these conditions. This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hi, friends. Amanda here with Simple Blessings and Oils. This is podcast number nine. Today, we're going to be talking about chemical-free home. Um, you can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. So chemical-free living or chemical-free having no chemicals in your home um, is a very popular topic because we all want to know how to clean our homes without exposing ourselves and our sweet kids and babies to all the toxic things around us in the world. So I want to talk about why we want to avoid these toxic chemicals, what chemicals we want to avoid, and what we can use instead. So... First of all, the chemical dangers. Why are these chemicals so dangerous? First of all, we really don't know what these chemicals can do to us because there wasn't a lot of studies done. And in 1976, they enacted the Toxic Substance Control Act and grandfathered in 65,000 plus chemicals that they don't have to disclose on your bottle of, you know, cleaner that you bought at the store. They don't have to tell you, A, what's in it. They don't have to, they didn't have to do any testing to show how it could be harmful to our health. Um, simply put, these chemicals have not had any safety testing, and we know very little information about their effects. And so, of the chemicals tested, toxic labeling is only required typically 50% of the time. And the reason they have you do that or have them do that is because animals died in the study. So, This is just one of the many reasons we really want to try to avoid having these toxic chemicals in our house. So chemical awareness is a big deal. And one of the main reasons why is if you've ever cleaned with something like I have, I remember years ago thinking I was buying a very good, healthy, green cleaner, said like all natural on it. And I was cleaning my bathroom And if it's natural, you should be able to clean your bathroom without wearing a hazmat suit. But by the time I was done cleaning the shower area and just scrubbing down the tiles and the tub and all that stuff, like I was getting a headache and I remember thinking, oh, I need to open the windows. I could hardly breathe. My lungs were burning. And I just thought, well, this is what you need to do in order to make sure things are clean. And this is so far from the truth. We really don't know A, what the immediate health dangers are of these chemicals, um, and if it's poisoning, or, and how it's poisoning us, I should say, 
And we don't know the long-term toxicity of this. How is this wreaking havoc on the rest of our bodies? How is this affecting our kids and, you know, eventually our grandkids? So a lot of these are wreaking havoc on our systems and we don't even know it. And I could go into all like the boring science, not boring, but all the technical science stuff of it. But the fact of the matter is chemicals are very easy to avoid and there's alternatives that are a heck of a lot cheaper. And for me, cheap is a big thing. So <laughs> we're going to talk about how to do that. So we're going to talk just a few of the chemicals and why we should avoid them. Um, I want people to feel empowered and educate themselves on what to, you know, educate themselves more on what to avoid. But the few top ones to avoid and to be aware of, number one is fragrance. And I really do challenge you to go and look at what you have, even personal care products, lotions and shampoos, um, makeups, anything that has a pretty smell to it or that you think has a pretty smell to it. Check it for fragrances. Long to, or short-term toxicity from fragrances, including things like um, wheezing, headaches, nausea, vomiting, skin irritation, a cough. Long-term includes cancer, lung disease, heart disease, and reproductive disorders. A lot of times these fragrances are found in almost everything. So your perfumes, your scented candles, lotions, um, like I said, shampoos and conditioners, anything that has a smell typically has a fragrance. And fragrance is one of those words that they use to hide a ton of other chemicals in it. So even check out, um, I was recently approached by somebody and they were telling me about this great um, shampoo and they highly recommended it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I looked at it. And for the most part, I mean, you know, I'm no scientist by any shake, but I can pick out a lot of the keyword chemicals. And I was like, oh, these look pretty good until I got about three quarters of the way through the list of ingredients. And I noticed the word fragrance and I'm like, oh, it has fragrance. And she's like, well, what does that mean? It's just scented with natural things. And I said, no, if it says, if it's scented naturally, it's going to say on there vanilla extract or lavender essential oil or whatever. That is natural fragrance. But if it says the word fragrance, it means a chemical crap store storm of we're not quite sure what. So avoid fragrance. That's a big one. Triclosan, they are actually starting to ban this in a lot of areas because of what it's doing to the sewer systems. So how a sewer system works is that all of the junk goes in there and there's like tons of bacteria down there and it eventually eats away and kind of like biodegrades, you know, it, it, it just reduces what's down there. With triclosan, it kills the bacteria, which we think is great in hindsight. But what happens is with that triclosan in the sewer systems, nothing was breaking down anymore. And so they had to ban it, but they didn't ban it from a lot of other things. So it's banned out of things like hand soap, but it's not banned in other areas. So you're still going to find this in other soaps, deodorants, cosmetics, shaving gels, first aid sprays, kitchenware, um, children's toys. So triclosan is still there, even though it's been banned in hand soap, it, they're still in a lot of other cleaning products. Um, phthalates is a big one. This is a low cost and endocrine disruptor, disruptor chemical that in lab studies has shown to interfere with our hormone production. Um, 
it actually mimics estrogen in human studies. So this is something we're going to find in our plastic food packaging, uh, lotions, moisturizers, in fragrances, in cleaners, glues, nail polish. Um, recently, we were listening to Dr. Lindsay Elmer. I've talked about her before. And she said originally when the plastic water bottles came out, they were heavy-duty plastic, like they were hard to break. And now you go and get yourself a plastic water bottle and they crumble real easy. So they're easier to break up when they're recycling them and things like that. But what happens is the, the easier they are to break up, the less hard the plastic is, the more phthalates are in there. And as you have the water sitting in there and it sits in the sun, those phthalates leach into there. And so you're literally drinking them. Um, and every once in a while we do. We have to grab a water bottle. So one quick thing she had mentioned is when you're going and grabbing that water bottle, pick the thicker water bottle. Pick the one that's a little bit harder to crunch, not the thinnest one you can find. Otherwise, great alternative to that is just to go ahead and, you know, get a glass mason jar, a reusable water, water bottle of some sort, um, something preferably glass or stainless steel is going to be your best option. Uh, formaldehyde is another big one. Um, I know one time I was at a class, one of like the first things I learned um, going chemical free and trying to cut the chemicals out of our house uh, was about a blue dish soap that is very common. And um, that blue dish soap, one of the main ingredients in it was formaldehyde. And I remember the person teaching the class that day was talking about how when you do your dishes, you stick your hands into hot, soapy water, and you're cleaning your dishes. And when, you're wa when your skin is in hot water, your pores open. So like if you get a facial and you have all that steam coming at you, it opens your pores up and it like lets the toxins out. And then it came to the realization that, Oh, your hands, the pores on your hands are opening up in this water and you're using this wonderful dish soap that is now absorbing into your skin. So you're getting all these wonderful chemicals and formaldehyde. <laughs> so that is something that has just stuck with me for years. Um, formaldehyde is a known carcinogen and it is recognized um, to cause cancer by the Cancer, in cancer Institute. Exposure can cause like things like eye irritation, asthmatic response, skin irritation, headaches, and nausea. Long-term effects are cancer and possibly leukemia. In general, um, this is something that they actually use to embalm people with when they die. It's not something you want to have on your body. So avoiding formaldehyde is a big one. Uh, it, this is something you're going to find a lot in baby shampoos, your pet shampoos, your own shampoos and conditioners, body washes, sunblocks, cosmetics, baby wipes. That's a big one. Baby wipes was a huge thing for me when I started learning about the chemicals. And by no means am I perfect, but I am very glad that we have alternatives to, um, like I said, I was never, I, I've always been a DIY person. So making my own wipes you know, it was kind of fun and it saved us a lot of money. But when I learned that formaldehyde was in wipes, I was like, okay, now this is just, you know, this thing's just stepped up a notch and I want to make sure that I'm using them. So um, if you check out my blog, I will post the DIY uh, recipe for baby wipes and a couple other DIY recipes that I'm going to reference today. 
So, um, but anyway, besides the baby wipes, it can be found in toothpaste and more products as well. So what do we use now? We know, I mean, like I said, the list of chemicals really goes on and on. There's a lot out there, but what are some things you can use instead of that? Um, it took us years to transition. So by no means was it overnight, like, hey, I learned about chemicals and things, and then I just cleaned out my entire house and got rid of it. But we have slowly made our way um, to a more natural lifestyle. Some of the cleaners were actually the first things to go because I was able to get my hands on uh, Thieves Cleaner. So there's three main ingredients that you're going to need. Well, there's a few more. Thieves Home Cleaner, I highly, highly, highly recommend. It, it works amazing. It kills so much stuff. And it smells awesome. And you can use it on anything. Um, water, clearly. Uh, baking soda. I love to have vinegar on hand, cast aisle soap, um, and I think that's about it, and essential oils, because I add the essential oils in. So, like I said, you're not going to do it all overnight, but some reasons that you would want to have these chemical or these non-toxic uh, cleaners on hand to switch it out is because they're cheap, they're easy. And they're not dangerous to me or anybody in my house. Like, I don't have to worry about the dogs. I don't have to worry about the kids. I don't have to worry about me or my husband. And right there, that's enough for me. And these recipes are super easy to make and do. This is not something, you know, like you don't need a whole kitchen set up with a science lab. You need a few, few products on hand so that you know what, you know, so that you can make them. Okay, so the Thieves Home Cleaner. Why was this a huge one for me? Because literally I could switch out everything. So this has, um, you can make an all-purpose cleaner with this, which you could clean counters, any surface in your house, your kitchen sinks, your toilets, your fridge, stovetop, bathroom faucets, you name it. This is even one. I remember when I first started using Thieves Cleaner, we went on vacation and um, we were staying at a timeshare. And I had my little kit of oils and I brought my diffuser with and we had our homeopathic remedies with and I grabbed the thieves cleaner and my husband's like, what are you doing with the thieves cleaner? And I said, well, I got to bring it with us. And he's like, seriously, like you can't use what they have there. And I said, first of all, I don't even know what they're going to have there. And second of all, I mean, this thing can clean anything. All I need is this one spray bottle and we were going to be there for a week. So I just wanted to make sure, you know, we had... I was pregnant with a baby at the time. I don't remember which one I was pregnant with. But anyway, I we got there, and I kid you not, that first night we were there, the kids got sick. Actually, three out of, I think there was six of us at the time where I was about to have our sixth baby. No, I was about to have Charlotte. It was our seventh baby because, um, yeah, I remember now. So anyway, we had eight, eight of us total at the time, and... I remember three people getting sick and I was like, thankful I brought my own laundry soap, which I DIYed my own laundry soap. I was so thankful I had the thieves cleaner and the diffuser going because how else are you going to clean all this mess out of everything? I mean, we had a washer and dryer in our unit, thank God. But so we started washing and I literally just sprayed everything. I sprayed the carpets. I sprayed the air. I sprayed the beds. I sprayed the counters and nobody else got sick. There were only three out of all eight of us that got sick, my husband being one of them. So two kids. And it was, I mean, I was so thankful that I had brought in my diffuser and I had brought in my cleaner and I had brought in my laundry soap because I don't know, how, I don't think we would have made it through those few days 
um, without everybody having gotten sick had I not brought in our thieves cleaner with. So it also can be used as a degreaser. There is recipes so you can use it for like your floors, you know, tub, tile, bathroom. This is a great one. I, like I said, make it with everything. Uh, you can also use it as a glass and mirror cleaner. So you just add some vinegar and thieves together, a couple essential oils and spray it on your mirrors. And it has that nice streak-free fi streak finish without any chemicals in it. I personally do have a love affair with thieves because it is the one bottle that has replaced all the other cleaners in my house. Um, so with the thieves, you're also able to make things like um, your sink and tub, tub scrub. This is super easy. Once again, all you need is some baking soda, some thieves, uh, lemon essential oil, thieves essential oil. You mix it up. This is going to replace the you know powdered things that you would use in your tub tile um, toilet to do that deep cleaning. Another thing to make is your bathroom sprays. So when we have things like air fresheners or plug-ins, those are literally filled with so many chemicals, A, from the packaging all the way down to what they use in them to create the fragrance. So that is as simple as using essential oils with a little bit of water and um, your minerals, your mineral spritz, your vodka, your witch hazel, and spraying the room. So you're getting the health benefits of essential oils and none of the toxic side effects because we all like to have good smelling bathrooms. I also like to keep a diffuser in there um, if we have company over or whatever. Um, one of the first things that I made was foaming hand soap. Talk about an easy, quick way to cut something out of your house. So for your foaming hand soap, all you need is to A, reuse a foaming hand soap or buy a foaming hand soap dispenser and two tablespoons of cast aisle soap and some essential oils with water, boom, you have a wonderful, easy to use, easy to make foaming hand soap. Hand soaps actually contain a ton of chemicals just Beyond the triclosan, which they took out, they have a ton of other chemicals in it. So this is a quick and easy one, and it literally takes a couple of minutes. And so for us, I usually have two hand soap dispensers in every bathroom because nobody tells me when they're out. So I always keep an extra one below the sink, and then when that one goes out, the kids can bring it. And once I have all three of the soap things or whatever, then I'll make another batch and then they go back under the sinks or whatever. But at least then we're not without them in the bathrooms. Some things to be cutting out though are things that we clean our hardwood floors with. Things we're using in our dishwasher, things that we are using on our fruits and vegetables, and especially our laundry softener. If you are a person that really needs to soften their water or soften their laundry, I will post a DIY recipe on the blog. But a great thing to invest in is dryer balls. It's going to speed up your dry time as well. Plus, you can use essential oils right on the dryer balls, and it'll scent your laundry if you're a person that likes to have that extra scent to their laundry. So in closing, I'm going to challenge you. What is one cleaner, one area of your home that you are going to take control of, that you are going to change the way you do things? Whether it's something that you are currently using and you're going to DIY it and switch it up and make it easy, or maybe you're going to switch it out like foaming hand soap, super easy to do. I think anybody can do it, but if you're a person that's like not a DIYer, 
They have a thieves foaming hand soap, so you can always go that option, and there is a refill container that goes with it, so that's another option you can add to it. So today I want to challenge you to go to one area of your house, one cleaning product that you want to get rid of. How are you going to get rid of that cleaning product? What are you going to change it out with? Are you going to DIY it, or are you going to find yourself a good chemical-free cleaner such as the thieves? I really thank you for joining us today on today's podcast. Again, this was podcast number nine. We were talking about toxic free living. You can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. As always, be grateful, have faith, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.